Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's Open Forum Wednesday. It's so good to have you here. Uh, had a great day and got some announcements to make. I want to say thanks to everyone at Bennett's. I was down there with uh, my good buddy, Brian, who was uh, behind the plate last night for the Giants-Dodgers game. And he is uh, back in San Francisco doing the uh, finale of the Giants and the Dodgers. Good to catch up with him at Bennett's. And yes, I had the redfish. He had never been there before. I said, you got to have the redfish. He goes, okay, I'll try the redfish. And he was just raving about it. I'm like, see, what did I tell you? It's always great to be at Bennett's. And I'll be there on Saturday with Rhino. Don't forget, watch party at Bennett's in Roseville on Eureka Road. Coming up on Saturday, we'll do the pregame from there, the halftime and the postgame. And then for game two, which is on Monday, the uh, schedule has been fully released. Game two on Monday, I will be down at Seoul Street in downtown Sacramento. All right, that's Seoul, like Seoul, South Korea. S-E-O-U-L. I'll be at Seoul Street coming up for game two on Monday. That is a seven o'clock start. And then I'll announce where I'll be on Thursday. And then the following Sunday, which is a uh, early start with the game on ABC. So there you have it. Come join us. All right. Games one and two. Bennett's Saturday, Seoul Street on Monday. All right. Open forum Wednesday. What direction you want to go? We can talk about everything. I did my rant today on Zion Williamson. How about him, huh? I mean, what's wrong with the athletes in this day and age? Not all of them, some of them. This guy doesn't want to try to help his team win? Really? I mean, what a joke. Seriously. It's disgraceful. It's it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. All right, I need a leadoff person today. Who's going to join me first to get the show rolling? We got game one coming up in 72 and a half hours. Kings and Warriors. And if this thing does go seven, it would be on Sunday, April 30th. So the series is really stretched out. Saturday, Monday, then they don't have game three until Thursday, and then again on Sunday. So you have significant time off between games two and three and three and four. Again, if it goes the distance, game seven would be in Sacramento on April 30th. Who do you like and why? Who do you think wins this series, and how many games do you think it will go? You know, I, I think the Warriors will win in Sacramento. There's no reason to think that the Kings can't win a game in San Francisco based on how good they have been on the road this year, but they're playing the Golden State Warriors. They're not playing a bad team, all right? No, I think the Warriors are they're, – they're ready for this, and, I mean, they, they know how to play. I think one of the real keys for Golden State is how will Andrew Wiggins – uh, fit in, how much rust will he have, and how will that work? Now, tonight, 7 o'clock, over on my YouTube channel, if you don't like that, Ryan in Sacktown and Jerry Reynolds will have our Kings-Warriors playoff preview show. That's at 7 o'clock tonight. Join me on YouTube, and, of course, it will be a simulcast on Periscope as well. That's tonight, 7 o'clock, Jerry Reynolds, Ryan in Sacktown to have our Kings, and the Warriors playoff preview. We'll also talk about some of the other matchups as well, but we'll primarily focus on that. Then tomorrow at 10.30 in the morning, again, on YouTube, Larry Kruger from the Bay Area, and uh, we'll get his perspective on the Golden State Warriors. All right, so we got a lot going on tonight, 7 o'clock, tomorrow, 10.30, then Saturday at Bennett's pre-halftime and post, and then I'll be down at Soul Street downtown Sacramento uh, for game two. All right, 
Connor's going to be our leadoff man today. Connor, take it away, buddy. How are you? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to get into this whole situation with Zion Williamson. And I heard on one of your podcasts during your little questionnaire you do, someone asked if Zion was a bust or not. I think it's a pretty interesting discussion to have since I think he was the biggest prospect since LeBron James, the way he was hyped up and everything. And obviously he's been an all-star before, but he just can't stay on the court. So what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are if you can't play, then you're a bust. Um, at some point, you've got to be on the court for a prolonged period of time to help your team. And he has not been able to do that. I can't call him a bust yet because his career is not over. I mean, I can't call someone a bust when he's only in his, what, third season? But he's, you know, been hurt in each of his seasons. And, you know, the last time I checked, you can't help the team in street clothes uh, from the bench. And the fact that he comes out yesterday and says, I can pretty much do anything, but then doesn't want to try to help his team win. I mean, why would you want someone like that on your team? I mean, that, you want to talk about losing respect and credibility in your locker room? I mean, the other players on the team got to be looking around going, are you kidding me? He can pretty much do everything, but he's not going to try to help us win. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. That's just, again, it's another black eye for the NBA. Yeah, I think this would be a huge issue if, if he was playing in a bigger market. Obviously, like you said, New Orleans doesn't have a very great fan base down there and stuff, so they don't no. get a lot of attention. But no. if he was on like a big market in New York or L.A. He'd be getting killed. He'd be getting killed. Yeah, he'd be getting destroyed because yeah. that's just – just like you said, it doesn't make any sense to me. If he said he can do everything on the court, is it something mentally that's not there that or he has no confidence in his body right now to play? I just don't get it. Well, again, it's a bottom line business. You either win or you don't win. And if you're not able to play, then you can't help your team. And so I don't know how anyone can take him seriously. I, I really don't. It's a bad look. Bad look, you know, for the Pelicans and a bad look for the NBA. Yeah, and then I wanted to briefly talk about Major League Baseball. How about the Rays? They haven't lost a game this wow. year, 11-0. and 0. Pretty crazy. Yep. Every year. You know, they don't have a big payroll, and all they do is put a winning product on the field year after year after year. They play in a dump. You know, the Dome in St. Pete, which I've been to on several occasions, not for baseball, but I used to go there to announce arena football. You know, it's a dump. Nobody wants to go to the games. Uh, and it's a shame because they got a, they got a hell of a team, year in, year out. The Rays are always good, and I give them a lot of credit for being good again right now. Yeah, it's really cool to see a small market like that with such a small payroll be able to succeed like yep. that. Obviously, yep. I wish they weren't in the Yankees division, but I think they're not really in the playoffs. They don't usually do too much, but I mean, they were in the world. Were they in the World Series a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, they were, and uh, you know, they lost when uh, their manager uh, took out their best pitcher in the fifth inning after giving up two hits, you know, and that was really uh, like, wait, wait a minute. What, what are you doing? You know? So, yeah. Yeah. And then something with the Yankees, we talk about how they can never get on base and everything. I read that Aaron judge is on a 45 game reach base streak. So it seems like he just carries this team in every aspect of putting the ball in play, hitting home runs, getting the big hits. And then, Obviously, Glaber Torres has had a great start to the season as well. You know, the Yanks are going to be in the playoffs. The question is, are they going to put the ball in play when the playoffs begin? And, you know, it's April. So, I mean, I can't look that far ahead. But, you know, I still see some deficiencies with this team. And, again, they got all, all these injuries 
almost before the season begins. It's like, wait a minute, how, how do so many guys get hurt every year on the Yankees before we even get into the season? Yeah, it's crazy every year with the injuries. And then the big news with the Giants today, I don't really understand. So Saquon Barkley declined to sign the franchise tag. What does that right. mean for him and his situation? He'll sign it. It just means he doesn't have to go to any of the, the workouts and the camps and stuff. So it's him making, you know, a statement and he'll sign it and, you know, he'll end up playing. But it just means right now he's not going to be seen around the facility. Yeah, it's interesting. Does it is he like basically making a statement that he wants an extension or he wants more money or like what is he trying to accomplish? I think the latter. I think he probably feels like he's worth more and the the Giants are, you know, it's a business and they're doing what they have to do to keep their players for the least amount of money and you know, he's probably not too happy with it. Yeah, and then last thing with the NHL, the Oilers got a massive win in Colorado last night. and they just, I saw that. doesn't seem like anybody can beat them right now. And they're, they still have a chance to win the division if Vegas loses and they win tomorrow. So pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, Vegas, is playing, Vegas is playing at Seattle, I believe, correct? And so Seattle's been pesky. If, if that happens, Edmonton could finish first in the West. I'll tell you, it wouldn't surprise me to see an Edmonton-Boston Stanley Cup Finals. They really wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that would be an incredible series. I think the Oilers, they play the Sharks, so that should be a pretty easy game for yeah, them to be. have. Should should be. I can't see them losing to the Sharks. The question is, you know, will Vegas be able to beat Seattle? Yeah, and that's a pretty big difference. I think they would be set to play the L.A. Kings, who are definitely a really solid team in the first that's round. That's a big but, difference. Big difference. Yeah. That's all I got today. Go Kings Saturday. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we uh, say hello to Rich. Rich, how are you? Hey, I'm good, Grant. How in the heck are you, man? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you very how, much. How, how are you enjoying Sacktown? You know, it's great to catch up with all my buddies and, good. you know, just having people just come up to me and uh-huh. see their excitement about what's going on in this town. And uh, yeah. so it, it's always great to be back. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> you know... I've got a dilemma, you know, and I, I don't know whether you can help me out with this, man, because I, <laughs> Scott, you'll appreciate this because, you know, I know you do a lot of international traveling, right? We're heading yep. out to Amsterdam on the 26th. So, okay. so I, I got to hope that the Kings will just sweep this thing, man. So that way, because uh-huh. the fourth game will be on the 26th. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, if, if there's a sweep, it will be the Warriors <laughs> sweeping. It will, it will, oh, it, come it will on. Be... Come on. Well, man. I mean, let's call it. The Kings aren't going to sweep the Warriors. There's no hey. chance of that. But I could see the Warriors sweeping the Kings, but I can't oh, see the Kings no, sweeping the Warriors. No, no, well, no. Well, I'm just saying, if you told yeah. me that the series was going to only go four games, I would yeah. say, well, you know, the Warriors turned it up Sorry. a couple notches, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm in, and I'm, I've been listening to a lot of different talk and here and there and whatever. But, you know, what I'm kind of thinking and hoping is that is that uh, the Warriors come to this thing with a, a like a real cocky attitude, like, oh, we got this. Like, we're not taking the Sacramento serious, you know. And and Sacramento is, I mean, I, I mean, especially with, with you know, Coach Brown had been a, a Warriors coach for, what, six years? He knows all about that team. And so I think they'll be really prepared. Well, the reality is that a lot of coaches have been on the Warriors staff and gone to coach elsewhere right. uh, as assistants 
and they still haven't been able to stop the Warriors. So I don't put too much stock into that. The reality is, you know, there's nobody in the league that's been able to stop Steph Curry and everyone knows what he's going to do every single game. So knowing, knowing another team is one thing, but having the personnel to be able to, you know, get it done is another. I think the Warriors are not going to be cocky in terms of, they think this is going to be an easy series. They're confident. They know they're really good when they're, healthy. And I think a real key is how Andrew Wiggins is going to be. No, that's true. That's true for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you also to change the subject a little bit. What did you think about that uh, Lakers T-Wolves game last night? I thought it was an awful game. Um, I think that the fact that the Lakers barely beat a team without their best players and without Rudy Gobert and everyone's talking about watch out for the Lakers. Wait a minute. The Lakers were at home and they barely beat Minnesota, and I'm supposed yeah. to get all like excited and gaga over the Lakers. No. I'm sorry, I'm not there yet. No, 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 and I'm not either. I was, I was like, what the heck? I mean, I was really like yep. very disappointed with their their ability. I mean, I thought they would just like go just run over them, you know, and they barely pulled that off. Yeah, that that foul from <laughs> AD at the end that was. It's just awful. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I know it's unbelievable. Oh he's done that. He's done that a couple times this year. It's like, what are you? What are you? What are you thinking about? You know? Oh my gosh! I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought. It I was, know. I I thought it was over. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to ask you your opinion on something about about fan base and Sacramento and everything, and see what you think about this. I heard today that uh, I guess there there's a. a, a, a was it Save Mart store or something in East Sacramento, whatever? Carmichael Dave went. They had some banner, some stuff, not banners, but some some stuff hanging a display. up there. A display. Did you hear about that? Yeah. The display, of, uh, you know, displaying, uh, you know, rooting on the uh, the Warriors, right? And and I guess he he was all pissed off and put on Twitter and this and that about you know why would you do something like that in our town? This is our town. Take that down, you know, and. What is your thoughts on that? My thought is they're running a business. There's a ton of Warrior fans around. The Kings have sucked for years. They've made a lot of money on the Warriors. If you walk into a Target where I live in El Dorado Hills, you never could find hardly any King stuff, but there were Warrior stuff everywhere. Okay. Really? The re- the re- yeah. yeah, right here in El Dorado Hills. Okay? okay. You'd walk in and you'd see a few Kings things, but it would be Warrior stuff everywhere. The reality is the Warriors have been the hottest team in the NBA. They've right. sold more merchandise in terms of marketing. Uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, and you probably know this as well. I'm blessed to travel internationally. When sure. I travel abroad, I see more Steph Curry jerseys than any other player. I mean, they're uh-huh. everywhere. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, Save Mart's a business. They're trying to make money. Yeah. They're not sitting yeah. there going, oh, well, gee, you know, wait a minute. Um, gee, the Kings are playing well this year. We need, you know, the people <laughs> that work there, they're not, that, that's not really going through their mind. You know, they're, so yeah. I, I, I think, you know what, honestly, I think it's a little bit of, you know, again, I, people get caught up on these things and I get it. You know, it's all about fun. It's about, yeah, you know, yeah. developing a robbery. It's the fan base. Right. But, you know, on the surface, yeah. it doesn't really mean much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what's your what's your call? On? Do you think this is going what, to what's your call on, on this matchup? I think the Warriors are going to win this series in five or six games. I picked them in six, but I just think that they're a better team. They have better players. They have experience. And they have a superstar, and yeah. the Kings don't have any of those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have some rising stars. I feel. I mean, I they've got. You they know, do have some bonus. rising stars. They're, yeah, they, they do. Yeah. But but uh, but they're not Steph Curry. 
no, no, no. And 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 what are your thoughts about about uh, David? Because I think as far as defensive capability with the Kings, you know, I think that Davion Mitchell is probably one of their best defensive players on the team. Do you do you agree with me on that? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. So so my question is if 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 they give him a lot of playing time and really they're not hone him in. They can't on, give him a lot of playing time. No. Because if he's if they give him a lot of playing time, who are you taking off the floor? Yeah. Well you can't give him a lot of playing time. He's not yeah. good enough to have a lot of playing time. Yeah. He's not he, he's not good enough offensively. He's not going to have a lot of playing time in this series. Yeah. Fox and Sabonis should pr- be playing 40 minutes every game in yeah. this series. There's yeah. plenty of yeah. days off to rest. They're going to yeah. be playing. The TV timeouts are longer. You know, you get yeah. more breaks. The, 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 those guys will play yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, not a lot of days off, though, because, you know, I, I, well, the way the schedule No, there are, are a lot of days off. Saturday, Saturday no, no, and they're wait playing a again Monday. No, no, no. So what? Then you don't play again until Thursday, and then you play again on Sunday. You're wrong. Yeah. There are a lot of days off. Okay. Well, all right. Anyway. Well, don't you think that playing on Monday and not playing until Thursday and then not playing well, until that's Sunday, right. yeah. that, isn't that yeah. a lot of days off? Yeah, I guess so. I and they just had they just had uh, eight days off or seven days off, so they're going to play on Saturday and play on Monday. That's not a yeah. big deal. Okay. My last question, Grant. Who's, who's going to win? Who's going to win game one on Saturday? I would say the Warriors. Okay. I say the Kings. Okay. Well, you know, again, it, you know, I'm glad you, I'm glad you asked me that question. And I want to tell you why. Okay. If the Kings win game one, everyone's going to be going bonkers. If they lose game one, people are going to go, oh, gee, you know, they're in trouble. It's one game. Somebody has to win. Somebody has to lose. I remember when the Kings played the Lakers in the 2002 Western Conference Finals. And the uh-huh. Kings lost game one at home. Yeah. And everyone, including myself, said, oh, boy, the Kings are done, doom and gloom. Uh-huh. Then they won yeah. game two. Then they won game three. The reality yeah. is you got to win four games. Somebody's going to sure. lose on Saturday. And the team that loses on Saturday isn't done with the series. It just no, means I'm, they're done one game. No, I, I totally agree with you. Totally. Yeah, it's a seven-game series. You exactly. got lots of so, chances. Exactly. Yeah. So – you know, the I think more important, and well, I shouldn't say more important, so I take that back, how the game is played on Saturday. Will it be right. close with two minutes left? In other right. words, will this look like a competitive series after right. game one? Will it go down right. to the wire, okay? Or yeah. will it be a one-sided game? If it's a one-sided game, then, you know, people look at it differently. But if it goes down to the wire, you're like, well, gee, that was a game that could have gone either way, and this is going to be a hell of a yeah. series, and blah, blah, blah. yeah. 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 And, and bottom line, man, you know, and I, I understand, I totally, you know, I know, you know, the Warriors have the experience, you know, and, you know, as far as the players go in the playoffs and all that good stuff, but I just, I want to see a competitive series. I don't think the Kings are that good. I'm sorry. I don't think they're that good. I think they're good. I think they're good, but I don't think they're anything more than good. I went and did my podcast on this. I did my podcast on this. Uh, and I went through the whole schedule and all the games. The Kings right. have had very few signature wins this year. Very few. They've got a lot of bad losses. And at home, they're really bad. So why would I think, yeah. based on all of that, that the Kings are going to win both these games in Sacramento? I don't yeah. think they're going to win both these games in Sacramento. Yeah, I'm not, they better damn they well make either. sure they win. They better damn well make sure they win one of them yep. or, or else or else or they're else in deep trouble. Toast. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Okay, Grant. Well, thanks for your time. And uh, I'll have to be watching the games way late into the hours if we go to yep. seven games. You'll be fine, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Good chat with you, bro. 
You too, Rich. Thank you so much. All right. Really enjoy hearing from him. All right, let's move along. We get to uh, some more phone calls and we check in with Matt. Matt, how are you? Matt, are you with me? All right, I'll put Matt back in the audience and uh, we say hello to uh, Patrick. Patrick, good afternoon or where you are. Good evening, I should say. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I wanted to expand on the uh, Zion Williamson point for a minute. Yep. Okay. Um, now, I remember Connors just said that if it happened in a major market, that the guy would be crucified. I think he um, would. I remember about 10 years ago when Derrick Rose got injured and he was playing for the Chicago Bulls and he had to sit out for like a year and a half. They trashed him. Yes, they did. They were they were really on him, and he had a legitimate injury too. And um, you know, yeah, they luckily, killed him. yeah, luckily Noah stuck up for him. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to do a comparison on that, um, I also want to say a quick word about the scheduling of the playoffs. Um, yes, I'm sure you've heard this before. It's ridiculous. I actually wrote a letter to the New York Post years ago. <laughs> saying how come games are starting on a Sunday and then they don't play till like Thursday and then they don't play till Stupid. like yeah, Sunday. I mean, so absurd. They, yeah. I mean, I remember years ago when TNT did the playoffs, they would run a game, you know, between TNT and TBS. They would start a game at 7, at 8.30, yep. at 9.30, yep. and at 10. They would stagger the games out. Should be like the National okay. Hockey League. In the National Hockey League, you play every other day. You play every other day. In the NBA, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. The first round is stretched all the way out if it goes seven until April 30th. There's no reason for that. It's absurd. It's stupid. I know. You got to go home too, don't you? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I mean I'm, I, I'm, I'm a big Knicks fan. And I remember back in the 90s, I mean, I used to go to a couple of the games. And, like, I remember, like, the Knicks and Bulls, they would play, like, a Saturday-Sunday. Yeah. That's then, correct. They would. Maybe, yeah. Yep. I mean, it was very common back then. Yes, it was. It was yeah. very common. I don't yeah. think you should play on back-to-back days, but, you know, and again, I know why they do it. They want every game on national TV and, you know, but there's still a way they can do it. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. it's it's silly. Yeah. And the only time they stagger is at the end of the series, like games five to seven, just so they have something on there because they don't know if there's going to be a lot of sweeps uh-huh. or whatever, you know? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you know, here we are. Think about this. The series begins on Saturday, okay? And this series could go all the way until April 30th, the last day of the month. I mean, that's absurd. Oh, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. All right, that's, that's all I have to say tonight. Uh, good luck and have fun over in Sacramento. I wish I could stop by, but I got to hop on a plane to see you. So. <laughs> no problem, Patrick. I understand, buddy. You take care. All right. Take it easy. Bye-bye. All right. All right. All right, let's move along, and uh, we say hello to Zach. Hello, Zach. Hey, I just had a quick question. Um, as far as, like, the proximity being, like, so close, like, how much does that really factor versus if they had to play, like, you know, Minnesota in the first round, which is probably, like, what, a five-hour plane ride, four and a half? It, it's five hours if you're flying backwards. <laughs> are you on a prop plane or are you on a jet airplane? Five hours. Are you kidding me? I'm not five hours. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Five hours. Five hours. <laughs> what? You know, what are you? What are you like? You going? You going via Texas? No, <laughs> it's not five hours. But anyway, here, here's the point. Okay, in, in with the days off, it's not that big of a deal. 
Obviously, the travel is a piece of cake for this series. You don't get on an airplane. You're going to get on a bus. Although, you know, I know when Rick Adelman was the coach, we used to fly to play the Warriors in Oakland. It was the biggest waste of money. It was the stupidest thing that I ever remember in all my years of covering the NBA. It was like, hey, let's flush money down the toilet and let's fly to Oakland and then check into a hotel for the day and then go to the game. It was asinine. It was the biggest waste of money I've ever seen. But now you get in a bus, you drive, you, you go down there the night before the game, and here's the other deal. You can now come back, okay? Like, for instance, the, the Kings play in San Francisco on Thursday, right? They don't play yeah. again until Sunday. So you can get on Thursday night, you get back on the bus, you go home, you practice in your own gym on Friday, then on Saturday, and then you get on the bus and you go back down there. You can't do that if you're playing at Minnesota. You know what I mean? So exactly. there, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of advantages, and it's easy. It's very easy. I mean, I know like because both these teams, you know, play at like pretty fast pace. But I mean, does it yep. favor one more than the other? I'm no. just thinking like fog. No. Well, I mean, if you're going to look at it that way, the the pace would favor Sacramento because number one, they're the highest scoring team in the league, and number two, they're much younger. Yeah. So, but but with the days off between games, it's not going to affect the Warriors. Okay. I was just wanted to like your uh, personal opinion about that. Yeah. It's a good question. For it's sure. A good question. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Five hours to Minnesota. Good lord. Wow. Now, if I'm on a flight from Sacramento to Minneapolis, and it's five hours, I'm like, what did we lose an engine? Five hours. Kidding me, right? Come on. Five hours. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and we will do it. All right. Let's get to some more phone calls. And we say hello to Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Grant, for taking my call. Grant, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, Grant, let me ask you something. You said uh, on your podcast, uh, couple days ago that uh, that the Warriors, you know, if they didn't set out players, uh, they would have a better record than the Kings. Let yes, they would. So, all right. Now, what about the Kings if they would have won the games that they were supposed to winning, you know, against the other teams that were not very, very good? You know, Grant, well, they looking at maybe the Kings could they win. They didn't. Maybe, well, you know, they didn't. They lost them. They didn't. They had a full team. They played everybody. That's totally different than the example I gave with the Warriors. You could have, could have, should have, would have. They didn't. They had a full team, and they lost to all those teams. You know, Grant, I would not be surprised, Grant, you know, since the Warriors play so bad on the road, and I know playoffs are different, okay? Uh, I I would not be surprised if the Kings win the first two games at home. I would not be surprised, Grant, and then going to San Francisco and then losing those two. You know what? I mean, it would not surprise me at all. I'd be surprised if the Kings won both games at home. I got to tell you, I'd be surprised. They're playing a championship team. That's been through this. They know what to expect. Um, I could see the. I could see Wiggins being rusty in Game One. The, if the Warriors lose Game One, I will make you a bet right here. They will absolutely win Game Two. They're not losing both games in Sacramento. They're too experienced. They're too good. They've been through this many times. The only way they lose both games, in my opinion, is that they have an injury of a serious magnitude for Game One that affects them in Game Two. They're not going to lose both games. This is a championship pedigree team. They got players all over the floor that know what it takes to win. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to win both games, but I would be absolutely surprised, not shocked, 
I'd be very surprised if the Warriors don't win one of these two games. Plus, you know, the Kings have not played well at home. I mean, look at the last two games at home. I'm not going to count the the game that they they tanked against the Warriors. They lost to Minnesota at home, and they lost to the Spurs at home. You know, and those were games that had a lot of excitement. The fans were revved up. They wanted to celebrate. They want, you know, and the Kings still got beat. So why would I think that they're going to beat the Warriors twice? Well, Grant, let me ask you this, Grant. All right. So, you know, you're making some good points, but you know what? With all the championship <laughs> pedigree that the Warriors have, can you explain to me what they're, uh, why are they so bad on the road? I can't explain that. Um, it's shocking to me that they had 33 wins at home and 11 wins on the road. I can't explain that. Now so, I can make an excuse. They thought they were without Steph Curry for a good chunk of the year. And then they were without Andrew Wiggins for the final two months of the year. So that obviously cost them games. The Kings didn't have that. The Kings didn't have any players that were out for that magnitude. So it makes a big difference. But even with that said, they should have had more than 11 wins. Now, uh, Steve Kerr also tanked four games on the road. So, you know, the, the two games at New Orleans, the game at Cleveland, and I think the game at Toronto where he didn't play anybody at all. Okay. So that's four games right there. But even with that said, they should have more than 11 wins on the road. Well, I can tell you this now, even though Steve Kerr, you know, you know, Steve Kerr tanked those games on the road, you know, that would have been four, probably four more losses. Right. I mean, do, I mean, would you agree? Yes, on they, that? Would have, they would they would have had the same number of wins as the Kings. That's correct. So, Grant, let me ask you this, Grant. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, funny. I mean, did they forget how to win on the road, Grant? I mean, this is a you know, you said, Jerry, I mean, Jerry, a, this, you, Jerry. Do you realize? Do you realize who's coming into town on Saturday? You think Steph Curry has forgot how to win on the road, Jerry? You think Draymond Green has forgot how to win on the road? You think Clay Thompson has forgot to win on the road? Listen to yourself for a minute, Jerry. What type of team do you think is coming in here this weekend? You think a team's coming in here that doesn't know how to win on the road? They have multiple championships. They have won. They've done it all. They've won everywhere. This Grant. team knows what it takes to win, Jerry. It's not like you got a team that's coming in that lacks confidence, that's not really sure how they're going to play. This team is coming in with a hell of a lot of confidence. Now, does that mean they're going to win this series? No, it doesn't mean they're going to win the series. But if you think that the Warriors are rattled or they're not coming into Sacramento with a lot of confidence, you're kidding yourself, Jerry. No, Grant, I think you need to, uh, uh, you know, you just said that you want to say facts, okay? No, I'm just saying this, okay? You said that, you know, did this team <laughs> forget how to win on the road? This team has 11 wins on the road, Grant. Okay, okay? Jerry, then so, you know what? Then, 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 then the Kings will win both games at home. Is that the answer you want me to give you? Grant, I just want you just to be open, okay? You know, I'm just Jerry, to throw Jerry, a you don't, Jerry, Grant, you want to hear what Grant, you want to hear. Grant, Jerry, Grant, wait, wait a minute, wait, stop. Wait, you're wait, not wait, listening wait, wait, to wait, me, Jerry. Grant. You're not listening to me. You're, you, you're, you're being a cheerleader now, and I'm not being a cheerleader. I'm being objective. You don't no, like what Grant. I'm saying. No, Grant, I'm calling facts, Grant, the way they are. They have <laughs> 11 wins on the road. Okay. They have 11 okay. wins on the road, Grant. Okay. okay that's now, let me ask you this then. The Warriors won 33 games at home this year. And the Kings won. The Kings have the best road record in the Western Conference. So I, why would I? That, so so isn't Sacramento going to win at least one game in San Francisco? Well, Grant, probably yeah, but I don't care what Golden State has wins at the home. Okay, we're talking about the road, Grant. Okay, so why keep? And why do you keep bringing up the Jerry? Yes, Jerry. Not every game is in Sacramento. You understand that, right? Uh, yes, Grant. Uh, okay, so the Warriors only have to time. win, Jerry. The Warriors only have to win. One game in Sacramento to win this series. All right. If they, well, that's all they got to do. All right. Because they are so good at home. 
if they, you know, keep that in mind. <laughs> Grant, that's why I love calling your show, Grant. You're, I love when you way. call too, Jerry. But Jerry, you're being too emotional today. You're, no, you're, you're, no, you're, no, you, Grant. You want me to no, say Grant, what you want to hear. No, Grant. You know, that's not it. No one's being emotional, Grant. I'm just saying, you know what? They, they you want to say facts? I'm going to say facts back to you. Okay, and I think that it's you that you probably probably don't like it when somebody says that back to you. That's what I'm saying. Jerry, let me ask you a question. If the Kings are so good, how come they lost at home to Charlotte, Washington, San Antonio, Philadelphia with Joel Embiid and James Harden? And I'll just stop right there. Those five games. How is it that a good team lost to the Spurs just last week, lost to Charlotte, one of the worst teams in the NBA? lost to Washington, one of the worst teams in the NBA, lost to the Sixers without their two stars. Okay, and I, I mean, I can go on and on. How does that happen, Jerry? Grant, you can say that about any, about any team out there, Grant, that, you know, sometimes you're supposed to win, but sometimes you freaking lose, dude. It's the NBA. Any team can win at any given night. Come on, Grant, you've been doing this for 32 years. Really? Jerry, Jerry, do you think the Kings are really good at home? No, I don't, Grant. Okay. Okay. No. Do you think the Warriors? No, do you but, think the Warriors but, are going to be bothered? Grant, Grant, do you think the Warriors are going to be bothered by having to play a game in Sacramento? Grant, no, they are not because and just like you said earlier, they have been there, they have done it, they have won. You know, they've won four four championships in the last eight years. So no, they are not going to be rattled. Okay. But the only thing I'm trying to say to you, Grant, is I'm trying to say, I'm. I'm I'm just trying to give you points, just like you're trying to give to us. All right. You know what? So, you know what? Just, you know, just be open when people want to say, hey, you know, I, I don't agree with this. I, I don't agree with that. We're just trying to grant. We're just trying to have an open conversation here. Okay. That's all I'm doing. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, we are having an open conversation. Okay. I'm telling you what I think about the Warriors. Okay. I think they're a and better team And I'm telling you what Sacramento. I think too, Grant. That's fine. That's why they're going to play the games, and we're going to find out. I yep. just think the Warriors are going to win this series because I think they're a better team. Okay, well, you, you know what? Then that's your opinion. <laughs> of course you it is. Years, I have <laughs> hey, I just you know again, I I just think the Warriors are a seasoned veteran team, and they're not going to get rattled. And I, there are a lot of things about Sacramento I don't know. I don't know how Keegan Murray is going to play. I don't know how De'Aaron Fox is going to play. Although I think De'Aaron is going to play well. I don't know how the Kings bench is going to play. They've been very erratic. Uh, you know, will Sabonis be able to stay out of foul trouble? Who's going to defend him? You know, again, I think this is not going to be a quick series. I think the Warriors and the Kings will light up the scoreboard. I think it's going to be exciting basketball. I think the games will be close for the most part. But again, I, I if, if, if Steph Curry played on the Kings instead of the Warriors, I would pick the Kings. I think he's the difference in the series. Well, granted. That's why we call your show, because you know what, uh, you say what's on your mind, you know what, and I say what's on my mind, but you know what, hey, you know what, I think this, I think this series is going, I think it's going seven games, and you know what, may well, the best team win. Yep, I hope so too. I, I would love to see it go seven games, and I would love to see the best team win. I mean, generally speaking, that's what happens in seven games. Not all the time. I don't think the Lakers were a better team than the Kings in 2002. But they had two superstars in Shaq right. and Kobe, and they got you know they got the breaks in Game Six, and the Kings choked on their home floor in Game Seven. They didn't get beat; they choked. Well, you know, actually, they got robbed in Game Six, but yeah, I know that's they fine. Did. So you they know, Grant, yeah. you know what? Uh, we shall see, sir. Uh, thank you for taking my call, Grant. Jerry, it's my pleasure. You enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, buddy.
Take care. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And we say hello to uh, Richie. Hello, Richie. Hey, how's it going, Grant? Good, Richie. What's up? Hey, how much? Just got out of the gym, so I'm a little uh, now. But, um, hey, I went to that game last week, uh, the Kings and Warriors game with my mom. Yep. Uh, had a blast. I mean, I was really happy for her that she got to see, you know, you know, her team and all that. And that was great. I mean, it was for her anyways. But um, I thought I, I don't know coming from somebody I, I'm glad let's say this I'm glad I didn't have to buy those tickets I got them gifted to me yep because if I would have for somebody who does what I do which is cut hair if I would have bought those tickets and they sat at everyone I would have been pissed I think it's bullshit how much money these yep. guys make I understand you don't want anyone to get hurt but it's, it's, absurd. A, it's ridiculous it's a bad look it's terrible it's awful it's a bad it's a terrible to do to your fans it's bad for the league. It's bad all the way around. It made absolutely no sense to me for the Kings to tank that game on Friday night. It was absolutely awful. Yeah, yeah, it was. But you know what? We had a ton of fun. We Good drank way too many high-priced <laughs> beers. And oh boy. Uh, it was awesome, man. Well, I'm happy that you enjoyed it with your mom. And uh, I'm sorry that the Kings didn't play their players, but I'm glad you still had a good time. Hey, thanks, Grant. Appreciate it, man. All right, go Kings. Thank you, Richie. I appreciate your phone call. All right, let's get to uh, Waggus. Hello, Waggus. How are you? Grant, I'm good. Boy, that was a fun conversation between you and Jerry. You know, Kings fans... It was fun. I like Jerry. Jerry's good call. Yeah, but over the years, you got to say Kings fans are pretty emotional about their Kings, aren't they? <laughs> Most Sometimes fans are very emotional about their teams. I've been... I really... There are very few places where I've been where fans aren't emotional about their teams. I mean... There, there are some, but most teams, their fans are very emotional. Okay, so because I heard that conversation, uh, you know, and, and you were on the radio for 30-some-odd years, what's probably the best back and forth you've had with somebody that's gone on for a while where, you know... Oh, my God. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, gosh, I did, the, I did the show for 26 years. I had a lot. Jerry had some good points to make. I mean, I, I, I love debating that. I just think he's, um, and again, he didn't say this. I, I think he's putting way too much emphasis about what happened in the regular season. What happens in the regular season doesn't mean squat for the playoffs. It's irrelevant, okay? The fact that the Warriors only won 11 games on the road this year doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's meaningless, okay? It's absolutely meaningless. And I could say the same thing about the Kings at home. You know, it's not gonna, it doesn't matter you know, with this playoff series, both these teams can score. Both these teams are confident coming in, but you know, the Warriors, you're, to beat the champions, you got to knock them out, right? Absolutely. You, you might, you might give them a standing eight count, yes. uh, but you need, you need to knock them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and say what you want. The Kings in that 2002 series versus the Lakers, there was no really knockout punch, you know, it was, it, it was, I guess you can say they got screwed, but when you miss whatever, whatever, however, however many free throws, 14. In that, yeah, or, or in that entire series, it, it was, it was not a real knockout, right? So absolutely. It's like, like the one true knockout I've seen just watching the last dance is when Jordan, um, you know, knocked out the Pistons. He knocked them out, right? Yep. So yep. after years, yep. um, I, I mean, I think that, you know, of course, we all want the Kings to win because I would love to see a Kings-Lakers series again. But, you know, 
you know, you can't underestimate the heart of champion. And if they, you're right, they just need to win one game. And I got to tell you, if they win the first game, all the pressure goes to Sacramento. And of oh, course, boy. if Sacramento loses the second game, I'm, it's over. They're, they're probably going to get it. It is. No, you're right. They're, they're, you're right yeah. about that. If the Kings do lose game one, the yeah. pressure on them on a quick turnaround will be immense. You know, immense. Yeah. So uh, that, that's a great point. I mean, as to me, the Kings, as long as the Kings split these first two games, I think they're fine. You know, I, and when I mean yeah. fine, I'm not saying they're going to win the series. But as you said, that would be interesting for this team who has not played well at home, particularly recently, if they lose game one, and I'm saying if, Jerry, I'm not saying they will, Jerry, right. and I know I'm talking to you, Waggis, <laughs> but I know Jerry's listening. If they lose if they lose game one yep. and they don't play well in losing, they're going to have a really difficult time winning game two. If they, if they lose game one and it goes down to the wire, they're still going to have a lot of confidence. But if this team does not compete, and when I mean compete, if this game is not close – on Saturday, the Kings are in a whole lot of trouble. Absolutely. Um, here's another good point that I saw the other day on a feed from Colin Cahard. Um, He said something uh -huh. about, I don't know if I said his last name right, but um, he said something about, you know, he might see the Kings win game one, and then and then he, he says Steve Kerr is going to make the adjustment, and Draymond and everybody's just going to get physical with the Kings, and the Kings don't like that, and that's when the series will change. Would well, you agree with yeah. well, there won't be any adjustments. There, both teams already know what they're doing. But I do agree right. that the the Kings aren't a physical team, and that's the the X factor in this is Draymond Green. Is he going to be able to maintain his composure without getting kicked out and suspended? That's the other aspect of this series. You never know with Draymond Green, but the Kings are a bunch of cupcakes, and so the Warriors know yeah. that, and that will be part of their game plan. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and you know, I mean, yes, we don't know about Draymond, but if when Draymond's on the floor, I mean, they are a very hard. Okay, he's a difference is, maker. Yeah, exactly. This is how I see it, in my opinion. If I'm looking at the teams, right, I just think, and this is my opinion, in order to you know beat the Warriors, you do have to knock them out. No, no, no matter, even if it's the Phoenix Suns, right. The Phoenix, even if they have Kevin Durant, it's not going to be easy beating them, right? So, but that's a tough out, right? And then the the other one that's a tough out in the West is the Suns. And then I know you're not going to agree with this, but I still have, you know, some hope for Kawhi Leonard. I uh, I think if he can turn it on, that's going to be a tough out. Yes, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. On what I've seen, it'll be tough. Here's something yeah. else I'm going to yeah. tell you about the Kings yeah. Warriors series, and I want everybody listening to understand this. Yeah. 20-point leads in a series will mean absolutely nothing unless oh, yeah. you have a 20-point lead with six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. 20-point leads in this series mean nothing, okay? So if your Kings team is down 20 in the first half, don't sweat it because they can go on a 20-0 run at any time. And I, I, I really mean that. Big leads in these – in there will be unbelievable fluctuations in these games. You will see teams being down by 15 – and by the end of the quarter, they're up by five. That's how this series is going to go. You're going to see a lot of fluctuations. You're going to see major league runs in this yeah. series because both teams are so good offensively. And I'll say this. Steph Curry can go on a personal 20-year run. Oh. Uh, I, I remember So can Clay Thompson. Yeah, exactly. It, oh, well, so can De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> of course, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So um, it's just it's – just, 
I get it. Deer and Fox, but he hasn't done it, right? They've done it, right? So yep. here's the thing. If the Kings step up and they play well and they knock out the Warriors, um, I think everybody's going to be saying they're going to the finals, but uh, I don't think that will happen, but I think it'll be a good test. And um, Hey, if really the Kings beat the Warriors, yeah. okay, if they yep. end up winning this series, they'll have a very good chance to go and win the West. I really mean that. I mean, if they beat the defending champs, yeah. They will have so much confidence. They'll they're gonna feel great no matter who they play in the second round. Well, we already know who they would play. They play the winner of the Memphis Lakers series. And quite frankly, um, there's no reason to think that they wouldn't be able to win that series. But I just this mountain that they have to climb in round one, in my opinion, this is the worst possible matchup that they could have gotten. Okay. And and I got one last thing, and I've been meaning to ask you this, uh, because I was discussing with a friend. Who has bigger pressure on in this whole thing Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant and Chris Paul based on um, the point of view I don't think Kawhi Leonard has pressure on and what he did in Toronto is yeah. uh, a ticket for life you know what he did there yeah so uh, Durant's always going to have pressure on him because there are a lot of critics of his including me who feels that he really hasn't accomplished anything in this league uh, so that's a great question I would probably say Durant and what about Chris Paul? Because, I mean, this is like well, right yeah, down the For sure, yeah. Chris Paul. I mean, this might be his truly last chance to win a championship. Yeah. But I do think that they'll come out of the West. I still believe that. So, but I think they'll beat the Clippers. I do think they'll beat the Clippers. And then uh, after that, if Denver wins, uh, which I think they will, I think they would beat Denver too. Yeah. So then, okay, let me ask you this. Um, because I think that the Warriors can beat the Lakers uh, after beating the Kings if they do beat them, and if the Lakers. So, can they beat the Warriors? That that's the biggest question for Phoenix, because I think they can beat every team except for the Warriors. I mean, if the, I still it, well, can if, beat the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. If if the Warriors end up playing the Suns, that means the Warriors will have won their first two series. Yes. And by then, they'll be the Warriors team that won the championship last year. Yeah. And I think the difference in that series will be Steph Curry over Chris Paul. And so, yes, I do think they would beat the Suns. If that if, if that's the scenario, meaning the Warriors would have beat the Kings and the winner of the Memphis Lakers series, yes, I would pick the Warriors to beat the Suns. And and hopefully we see prime Kevin Durant because that would be one. Yep. That would be yep. an amazing series. It really would. Well, be. And, and think about this. Can you yeah. imagine the ratings? Oh, for a Warriors Lakers series and then a Warriors Sun series, I think it would go through the roof. But what? Yep. What about the Kings Lakers? Well, no, because uh, the Kings, are the Kings not, Lakers yeah. would be good, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the Warriors Lakers. It wouldn't be the Warriors Lakers. And 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 do you give LeBron any chance of being the Warriors? I, I mean, I'm sorry, the Lakers. LeBron. Do I give what now? So so if you know. You know, okay, it's looking like you know the Warriors are probably going to beat the Kings, right? Whatever, right? So then, I the think Warriors they are, but it, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm being objective too. I know, I know it's hard, but I'm being objective. But you know, uh, if the Lakers, you know, I feel like they have a decent chance. They're not the favorites to beat Memphis. Do you think they can beat the Warriors though? Okay, I would have to look at health. I'd have yeah. to look at. You know, the rosters, you know, is everybody 100%, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, listen, if you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the floor, yeah, yeah. you can beat anybody. Yeah, no, uh, 
when they're but, I mean, healthy, when, but, but they, they barely beat they barely beat Minnesota last night without their two best players. And I'm like, wait a minute, why would I get so excited about the Lakers? They were at home and they barely beat Minnesota. So why would I think they're going to go and beat Memphis? So, so is that because you know there's better competition since LeBron's in the West, or or he's just taken some few knots back here in this last few years? Well, he's because obviously not as good as he was, but he's still pretty damn good. <laughs> Okay, I I just feel like he he takes a lot of possessions off now, so you know it's not like well, you know I don't think he's going to be taking any possessions off starting uh, on <laughs> Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no Warriors, um, Warriors, uh, Lakers, and then and then the Suns. That would be a good series. Yeah, um, Suns and Warriors, but it'll it'll be fun, Grant. So thank you. I, yep. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Right. You know, if the Kings beat the Warriors, I think they got. Uh, a very fair chance of winning the second round against either the Lakers or Memphis. But, you know, I, I just, I think the Kings are going to have to play perfect four times. Here's what the Kings are going to need to do to beat the Warriors. The Kings are going to have to play the exact same way they played against the Milwaukee Bucks last month at home. If that's the Kings for four games, I think they can win this series. But I haven't seen the Kings play like that this year enough where I would say they're capable of doing that. But if they play the way they did against the Bucks last month in Sacramento, I think they could win this series because I thought that was their best performance of the year, even though they lost. I thought they played the best game of the entire season. And the fact that they lost did not really concern me. But if they play like that, in the, for four times, if they can play that way four games, then I could see them beating the Warriors. But I just I haven't seen it enough. I have not seen it enough. And Waggis makes a really good point. If the Kings lose game one, the pressure on them for Monday night will be absolutely enormous. All right? Now, I don't really care what combination it is. Just make sure you win one game. Because the Kings know they can win on the road. They know they can win on the road because they've done that better than any team in the conference. So the Kings are going to be unbelievably confident going into San Francisco for games three and four. However, there's no way in the world that I can believe the Kings can win two games in San Francisco if they lose the first two games at home. I mean, you just got to be realistic about this. So, yeah, if they lose game one, the pressure on this team for game two will be uh, and then uh, I'm not sure how they stand up to that. So, you know, hopefully the Kings win game one. And it does take the pressure off going in the game two. You know? So that's why you play the game. It's going to be fun. All right. If you want to get in on the program, again, hit your hand icon. Raise your hand. Uh, and we will do it. All right. If you want to get on, now is your opportunity. Don't forget. Tonight. All right. At 7 o'clock. Jerry Reynolds, Ryan and Sacktown, in about an hour and eight minutes from right now, will be coming your way over on YouTube. Have a great rest of your Wednesday, and thank you very much for being here today on Listen Out. Bye-bye.